You are listening to the Business, Life, and Coffee podcast, episode two, brought to you by Jumpstart HR. On today's episode, you'll learn 11 morning habits that will change your life and make you more productive, as well as small business trends from leading industry experts. Today, we're talking with Gene Marks, small business strategy consultant and author from the Marks Group, and Carrie Goman, executive vice president and general manager of small business banking at Capital One. Grab a cup of your favorite brew and let's get started. This week's article of the week is found on Canva's Design School blog and is written by Anna Guerrero. The topic is 11 morning habits that will change your life and make you more creative. In the article, Anna writes, your alarm clock goes off and it's time to mindlessly shower, brush your teeth, eat breakfast, and head to work. Is that really all there is? Anyone who knows me knows that I'm not that much of a morning person, but I do understand the uh, research that shows that if you're an early riser, you're actually more productive. And so even though it sucks to get up in the morning, uh, you know, early, like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., I do what I have to do sometimes to uh, make that happen. And Anna shares some great tips here. I'll read the first five for you to, to check out. But then also go to the blog. It's designschool.canva.com slash blog. Um, and then you'll want to search for the article that says 11 morning habits. So habit number one, make time to be mindful. Making time for mindfulness in the morning is one of the most important habits a person can form for his or her creative progression. Recent studies show that taking the time to meditate makes people more creative and increases mental clarity. This I agree with. One of the first things that I do when I wake up in the morning is uh, I map out my day. Um, I figure out when do I need to travel, when do I need to meet with clients, um, what are the goals that I want to accomplish for today. So before I do anything, um, I'll say my morning prayer and then I'll just think about what my day needs to look like. I took a sports psychology class in college, and one of the things that we talked about was uh, visualization and how athletes can visualize and, um, and, and see themselves being successful in their, in their sports goals. And so I've taken that into the business world, and, and that helps me a lot during the day to maintain my, my cool and uh, not be rattled when things come up. And his next tip is uh, staying disconnected first thing in the morning. And she says, people only have so much time to focus and stay creative. So wasting that time on relatively thoughtless pursuits in the morning is a poor management of both your time and your creative juices. Avoid tasks like checking email or writing out lists or memos as the first thing you do. And instead, focus that precious time and attention towards your more rigorous, creatively trying tasks that require the very best from you. I can agree with that. You know, no scrolling Instagram or Twitter first thing in the morning. Number three, she says, do keep drinking coffee. I think that's understood. Uh, You're listening to a podcast on business, life, and coffee. I hope you're enjoying your morning cup right now. Number four, be intentional about your choices for the day. Apple co-founder Steve Jobs said that every day when he woke up, he would go to the mirror and ask himself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? If the answer were no, for too long then he knew he'd have to make a big change in his life those are Anna's words and I agree with that as well have a renewed sense of purpose when you're when you're uh, 
waking up in the morning. Just ask yourself, why do I do what I do? Number five, don't be in a rush to get up. Oh, I'm the king of this. I'll hit snooze like five times. Not maybe five times, but two to three times before I get out of bed. Uh, Anna writes, the key to creative insights is not only or not solely in the amount of hours you sleep, but in how exactly you wake up. A large proportion of creative insights come from when we're groggy and still somewhat sleepy because sleepy people have a more diffused attentional focus, which leads them to widen their search through their knowledge network. This widening, the researchers wrote, leads to an increase in creative problem solving. You know what? I have to agree with that, too. It seems that I get the most clarity after I take a nap. Uh, When I've got a difficult problem or a business challenge in life, I'll sleep on it and then I'll wake up and, you know, after my nap, the answer will just hit me. It's crazy how that works. But if you want to check out Anna's tips, visit the Design School blog, uh, designschool.canva.com and check the article written that's entitled 11 morning habits that will change your life and make you more creative anna great work if you've recently started a business why take away time from what you're good at only to focus on difficult pesky hr problems jumpstart hr llc offers a better solution Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together. Hey, Joey, it's Jean. How are you? Hi, Joey. Hi, Jean. Good morning. Hi, Carrie. My first question for you, Jean and Carrie, are uh, what are some of the key high-level findings from the 2015 Small Business Confidence Score, and what story are they telling about the small business climate in America? Yeah, well, why don't I start, first of all, just to back up, um, and I'm thrilled to hear um, about your business um, as well. Um, There are 28 million small businesses in the United States, and they create two out of every three new jobs. So it's really important that we understand how business owners are feeling um, and what their outlook is because it has a significant impact on our economy. Um, For the past six years, um, our Spark Business Barometer has been monitoring uh, the outlook that small business owners have on the economy, technology, marketing trends. Um, And one of the most important parts of our analysis is called the Small Business Confidence Score. Uh, That's an index made up of small business sentiment about um, their future, about sales and hiring trends. Um, And what we've seen is a continued improvement um, from the low in the recession up to a high in the last quarter. Uh, Now what's so remarkable about this improvement is it really is an indicator for how small business owners expect the future outlook to be. Um, And what we've seen as that confidence score has risen is business owners are shifting less from worrying about recovery to really spending their time thinking about growth um, and how to really market um, and attract new customers. Great, great, great. 
And, and Gene, with, with this confidence on the rebound, how should small business owners adjust their business development strategy to differentiate themselves from competitors? Yeah, so, I mean, Joey, first of all, um, if you're a startup, that is the most important thing you need to do is how am I going to build value and differentiate myself from my competitors? So that's got to be first and foremost on your mind. And like Kerry said, I mean, confidence is up, so that's good news. So, you know, hopefully you're seeing some growth. Um, you have to pick some place where you can provide that kind of value. What's important about most startups that are going on right now is that um, they really are not investing as much money as they should be in marketing, right? Yeah. I mean, as part of the confidence survey, I mean, how many, Kerry, were saying? Yeah, 40% of business owners have not invested in marketing in the last six months, even though 70% want to. And one of the major issues that we hear is it's pretty complex to figure out the digital marketplace. Yeah, it really is. So the key thing that I like to tell a lot of startups, I like to tell a lot of business owners in general is they need to find help, yeah. right? They need to go towards mentors. They need to find um, outsiders that can advise them on, on growing their business. I mean, you asked Joey about how can you how can you differentiate yourself and, and invest so much in development. You need some outsiders to yeah. kind of bring that in because the key is doing what you do best and outsourcing the rest, right? Yeah. And Gene, only uh, about 8% yeah. of business owners actually have a mentor. Um, and one of the things that we've launched recently at Capital One via partnership um, is a program called businessadvising.org that matches business owners with experts in a variety of areas. That's great. That's great. I know in my, in my small business story, mentors are crucial mm -hmm. to helping me sidestep a lot of the challenges that come along the way with building a small business and, and stepping into this landscape. So that's a great resource. And, and Carrie, that's a, a great transition to the next question. Sure. Um, one of the key challenges for small business owners and entrepreneurs is access to and leverage of capital. Um, you mentioned the businessadvising.org, uh, but what other steps is, is Capital One taking to become a key strategic partner to this specific niche of banking customers? Yeah, that's a great question, Joey. And, and what I would tell you is um, we're doing a few things to help small business owners. Of course, we have an award-winning suite of products and services um, that uh, that really help business owners with managing their business and selling more stuff like Spark Pay um, and Spark Card. Um, but one of the things that I think is most important is that we create a network for business owners to uh, really get actionable insights and connect with other business owners. It's called Spark Business IQ. Um, and uh, we think it's critical that business owners support one another um, and get the kind of expert advice that they need um, as they uh, really try to take their businesses to the next level. Great, great, great. Uh, Gene, um, we know that there are a lot of tools and technologies that small business owners should be using to help sustain and grow their efforts. Yep. Uh, do you leave, do you believe that business process outsourcing is one of those viable resources to help business owners compete with their larger competitors? Yeah. So, why? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, Joey, um, it, it's the most important thing. I mean, if you're running a startup, I mean, you, you have very few resources yeah. internally. One of the biggest issues that I encounter with startups, and honestly, one of the biggest mistakes that I made myself when I'm growing my business is that you try to do too much on your own and you micromanage and you think that you want to do everything and, and keep control yeah. over what you do. And you know, the people that I know that succeed the most in their businesses, they outsource. They, they actually turn around to those that um, can, can provide them those expert advices and resources um, and then they focus on what they do best. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about business process outsourcing, whatever you want to call it, outsourcing is not such a dirty word anymore. It's really like a really yeah. critical thing for running a business. So if you're running a small company, outsource your accounting, outsource your taxes, look for people that can help you with payroll, outsource your marketing. There are a lot of really great mentors and marketing services that can help you grow your business. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's great news. 
My last question um, is for the millennial entrepreneurs such as myself. Uh, what tips would you both give Jean and Carrie uh, that are look for millennial entre- entrepreneurs that are looking to establish themselves in this economy? Uh, I mean, I can start out with just sure. a couple, if that's okay. I mean, first of all, sure. if, if you're a millennial entrepreneur, one thing that millennials are known for um, is is being up on technology, which yeah. is really good. So for sure, you really want to be joining some networking groups in your industry where there are other people of your age and your generation um, that are also building and growing your businesses. Because I, I found that the people that I talk to that are in their 20s and their early 30s, they're into new ways to make money, to keep their costs mm-hmm. down, to leverage on technologies. And the only way you're going to find that out is by hanging out and going to different types of networking events with people that are part of that generation. So I really recommend doing that. Yeah. And Gene, I'd add, you know, millennials are some of the most positive small business owners. And so their outlook is uh, really rosy and they're looking to invest pretty deeply. Uh, one of the things I'd also recommend in addition to getting that right network, which is so important, is reaching out to those advisors, as Gene said earlier, establishing a relationship with a bank early as you start your business so that you can really make sure that you're preparing your business in the right way so that when you're ready to access capital or make the next investment, you've got the support network in place. Great, great. Uh, We're coming to the close. Do you have any parting thoughts regarding small business, entrepreneurship, financing, uh, and any quick final comments regarding the, the new initiatives from Capital One? Go ahead, yeah, Joe. sure. Uh, you know, Joey, I just uh, first of all want to say thank you to all the entrepreneurs out there um, and uh, encourage them to take advantage of the resources we talked about. Specifically, uh, check us out on Spark Business IQ uh, to get some actionable insights to help move your business forward. Great. Gene, any last words? No, 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 we're fine. Spark Business IQ actually is the place you want to go because there's so much resources to help you, you know, help you grow your business, Joey. So uh, let's stay with that as a final piece of advice. Okay, great. Gene, Carrie, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate talking with you today. Uh, thank you for your time, and this has been a great conversation on small business development. Thanks, Joey. Thanks thank for having you. us on. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. This has been another episode of Business, Life, and Coffee, the only podcast that simulates the experience of having coffee with a mentor, industry expert, or fellow colleague. If you've enjoyed this episode, give us a five-star review on iTunes, and we'll read your comment on an upcoming show. You can find show notes, episodes, and resources for your career or business at businesslifeandcoffee.com. If you have a topic that you want to learn more about, but don't have time to grab coffee with an expert, Email us at info at businesslifeandcoffee.com and tune in for that topic on a future episode. Also, you can reach me at Twitter at JVP said. This is Joey Price signing out and I'll see you next week. <laughs>